Good evening, Island Church. It's May the 25th, Monday, uh, Monday evening. It's Memorial Day. I trust you've had a wonderful day uh, with your friends and your family. Uh, we're going to begin this new series on protection and what we call the evil day. And uh, we're, of course, we're going to go to the Word of God and, and discuss what this means and, and show you uh, by the Word of God and your application of the Word of God how no matter what transpires uh, here upon this earth, that there is a layer of protection, and I, I call it the greatest layer, the best uh, layer of protection uh, for you, your life, your family, your business, uh, you know, making a living, whatever it may be. Uh, I'm sure uh, that in this day and hour, uh, we as Americans and, and citizens of this planet feel like that uh, much of our lives have been left unprotected. And therefore, you know, there's cause for alarm. There's uh, people are doing all types of things to try to compensate for that. But let me tell you something. Nothing can compensate for the protection that the Word of God produces. I'm telling you, once you know what the Word says and you begin to apply that to your life through the confession of your faith, you begin to act and live on that, you will see in your life that nothing will give you more assurance in your life of protection and safety that God, His Word, uh, the angelic host have been given to protect us, uh, all of the power of the Holy Ghost, the authority that we have in the name of Jesus, there is protection for the believer in this day and hour. I'm going to begin with some scripture here in uh, chapter 10 of the book of Hebrews. Let me read for just a moment. We'll refer to it down uh, through the week. Uh, there in verse uh, 19, Hebrews chapter 10, it says, Having therefore, uh, brethren, boldness to enter, enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Speaking about the access that we have as believers. Listen, there ought to be protection in that. And just knowing that you as a believer, you have access into the very holiest of God through the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and, and by His blood. It says, By a new and living way, which He hath consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, His flesh, and having a high preach, a high, excuse me, and having a high priest over the house of God, which is the church, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience or an evil lifestyle, and our bodies washed with pure, pure water. That literally means to allow our bodies to come under the dictate of the Word of God, that we treat our bodies the way the Word of God says to do it. And then it says this, let us hold fast the profession or the confession of our hope without wavering, for He is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love, to, excuse me, to provoke unto love and unto good works. Now notice verse 25. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see. Now notice the terminology it uses the day approaching. Now we're going to differentiate between the day and the evil day. Now the evil day could be any day in your life in which evil tries to come into your life. And anything that is not part of the covenant that we have in Christ is evil. Sickness and disease is evil. Poverty and lack is evil. Oppression of the devil is evil. But thank God, God has delivered us from that evil through the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. But this talks about literally a day, a day that we be approaching, and as that day approach approaches, not to forget 
the access we have in the name of Jesus into the Holy of Holies, not to forget to provoke one another to good works. And one of those good works is to provoke one another, to encourage one another, to go to church, to assemble each, to assemble uh, every time the doors are open, uh, to come to church. I know it's been, it's been said for years, oh, you know, Pastor Rose, you're just trying to get people to come to church. Absolutely, that's what I'm trying to do. Years ago, uh, as we came up through the, through the end of the charismatic ministry, we were in field ministry and had uh, what, what I would call much more of a gift ministry than a teaching ministry. Of course, we see many of the gifts of God in operation, the gifts of the Spirit, but it was just kind of, you know, all the meetings that we held were special meetings for churches. There were camp meetings. There were crusades. There were revival meetings. So, so just the, uh, the, the effort of what we're doing produced great crowds. But we've seen the crowds, especially from about 2002 up to this day. We've seen the crowds of many of the great churches just drop off. And, and people just have quit coming to church. But, you know, the Word of God exhorts us. That as we see the day approaching, that we should, the Bible says, assemble ourselves together, uh, not to forsake it, as is the manner of some. So there are some that are doing what? They're forsaking assembly. Now, now, if you do that, listen, if you're at home and you say, well, pastor, you know, uh, maybe you say, well, I'm over 65 and, and I don't think I should go to church because I may get the coronavirus. Listen, I'm 64. I have no fear of that virus. Listen, if that virus tried to attack my body, I'd drive it out with the word of God in the name of Jesus. We cannot let fear of the evil day keep us from responding to the day that is coming. The day is coming is the day, just like in Noah's day, when Noah entered into the ark, and the Bible says God shut the door, that was the day that Noah had been preaching about for a hundred years and nobody responded. That was the day in which Noah was saved in the safety of the ark, and those that did not listen were doomed to the judgment of God by drowning upon a flooded earth. Listen, the day of the Lord is approaching. Jesus talked about it. All the apostles talked about it, the, the letters by James and, and Peter and John. Of course, the apostle Paul talked about that day. And that is the day in which judgment will come upon this earth. That is the day in which you want to avoid, uh, by all means, you want to, uh, the rapture when it takes place, you want to go up in the rapture, but you want to avoid anything in life that will hinder you from assembling yourself together as you look down the corridor of time and see that day approaching. So you've got to make it, basically, it's real simple. You've got to make a decision to come to church. I'm going to come to church. And listen, let me just expand on that a little bit. Come to church. Bring someone with you. You have friends that maybe come to this church that aren't coming. Exhort them. Tell them, look, it's safe. God's going to bless us. We're in an environment in which the angels of God, the word of God, and the anointing of God is the layer of, of, of protection that the enemy cannot break through. Now, I want to read it to you in the, I like the Passion Bible. I've been studying it lately. It says in verse 25, it, it, it's pretty good. It says, this is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together as some have formed the habit of doing. In fact, we should come together even more frequently, eager to encourage and urge each other onward as we anticipate that day dawning. Listen, there's going to be a day in which the Bible says the eastern sky, Jesus will appear in the clouds. There'll be a shout of an archangel. The trump of God shall sound. And all that are living in Christ Jesus are going to be caught away in what the Bible calls the rapture of the church. But let me tell you something, church. For us, it's going to be glorious. For us, it's going to be wonderful. 
For us, it's going to be beyond any pleasure or ecstasy ever experienced on this earth on any level. But for the world, it's going to be damnation. For the world, it's going to be judgment. And when I say damnation and judgment, you say, well, Pastor, you are trying to scare us. Yeah, it's going to be for your loved ones, your friends, people that are dear to your heart, that do not know Jesus. It's going to be a day of damnation and judgment for them. Listen, that, that, that is a day in which people need to be warned about. And the church needs to be warned about it. That there is the day coming. But then there's also the evil day in which your adversary, the devil, wants to bring evil into your life. Fear and, and, and all kinds of, uh, 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 when he comes to intimidate you and, and bring sickness to your body, poverty to your finances, try to break up your marriage or your home. Listen, those are the days in which we need to resist Satan and make a decision that Satan is not, not going to call us out of the church. He's not going to get us out of church. We're not going to get offended by some little petty thing in the church. But we're going to guard our relationship with the body of Christ. That's one of the most important things you do as a believer is to guard that relationship. You know, uh, myself... Uh, you know, I was in church for many years as a, as, a field minister, as a field minister, as an evangelist. But every opportunity that I had, I worked out of a local church. I had a pastor. And every opportunity, I, I got home many times from meetings and crusades and overseas meetings and, and would, would arrive at Hobby Airport or Intercontinental Airport, get there at 4 in the afternoon, be at church at 7, get to Hobby Airport at 6 in the afternoon, drive straight to church. Leah many times would meet me there. She would work in her own business and she would be tired from the day. But we never ever miss church. You know, I was, I was raised by parents who believed that way. And I thought they were extreme in their belief. I mean, I, uh, there were things that I missed. There were things that I didn't get to do. Uh, even when it came to my own uh, extracurricular activity and sports and hobbies. Uh, on Sundays, we went to church. On Wednesday nights, we went to church. On Sunday nights, we went to church. On revival meetings, we went to church. We went to church. We went to church. We went to prayer meetings. We went to special meetings. We, and I thought, this is so unnecessary. I was a child. I was childish. But you, you, know, you grow up in the things of God. And listen, when I came back to the Lord 36 years ago, I wanted to go to church. I went to church. I stayed in church, and I've been in church ever since. Church is the place of, place of protection against deception in the earth today. And church is the place where God will plant you and the place where you will flourish in the things of God. Well, we'll come back tomorrow night and share some more with you about this. And I guarantee you, you're going to overcome the evil day and you're going to be prepared for the great day coming upon this earth. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow night.